We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Second hour of the restaurant show on News Talk 710. KNUS in Denver doing a simulcast up and down the Colorado Springs area. 1460 on the AM dial, FM 101.1, the answer. Uh, we can take your calls this hour, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. Going to talk a little bit about delivery. Um, as you know, we have gone to... A, a much more increased takeout and delivery style of restaurants since the shutdown in March of 2020. Where is it going? There's an awful lot of complaints about delivery fees, about the percentage that is taken from the restaurant. So uh, anyway, an article in the nation's restaurant news outsmarting third-party delivery, how restaurants are learning to navigate around the third-party delivery stranglehold. Um, You know what? It's just good old American creativity, good old American ingenuity that uh, looked up and they said, well, we're a restaurateur and we're selling an item and we have to give a large percentage, 25, 30% of the total bill to the delivery service and then the individual receiving the food has to pay a delivery fee and what does that do so let's say you order two twenty dollar entrees all right and then that's it no liquor no nothing you just have two twenty dollar entrees and thirty percent gets added for delivery fifty two percent your perception is that you are being charged $26 for each meal, okay? And it's no different than when you go to a Bronco game. You go to a Bronco game, of course, they're playing in Las Vegas today against the Las Vegas Raiders. That doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't roll off the tongue. But at any rate, um, Raiders are favored, by the way, by two and a half points. They are 0-3. Broncos are 2-1. and But have demonstrated up to now a complete inability to score. But um, you know what? I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, and he says, well, they really move up and down the field. Yeah, between the 20s and 20s, but you get paid to put it in the end zone. Anyway... You know, when you go to a Bronco game and you get a cold hot dog or you pay $12 for a beer, you know, it's the Broncos that are charging you that. Not really. It's a concessionaire that has negotiated a contract and has to give a big percentage of that money to the ball club and to the venue 
and so forth. But to you, all you care about when that hot dog is cold is that the Broncos gave me a cold hot dog. So I'm a big believer that the more stuff that you can control, whether it's catering, whether it's delivery, whatever it happens to be, you are better off. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about Echo Lake. We are going to talk about a movie that I just saw. We're going to talk about a book that I'm reading. All of that stuff when we come back. We've got time for your phone calls. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Love to hear from you on the restaurant show. Seven o'clock here on Sunday, October 2nd. Happy to have you with me. I'm your host, Mike Boyle, 303-696-1971. A heroic Coast Guard swimmer who saved the life of a disabled woman during Hurricane Ian was publicly thanked by President Joe Biden on Saturday. Despite the gratitude, aviation survival technician second class Zach Loesch is due to be discharged within two months over his refusal to be vaccinated. He is one of 2,632 members of the Coast Guard who have refused vaccination. In total, there are about 15,000 active servicemen and women who are facing discharge over their vaccine stance. Ronald Reagan said the scariest words you can hear are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. We mentioned that the Broncos are playing the Raiders this afternoon. You know, yesterday, uh, of course, Air Force beat Navy 13-10. to CU got thumped again down in Arizona, 45 to 20. The Tucson, Arizona Wildcats. Uh, UNC got beat up in Idaho, 55-35. It's just looking like a, a rough, rough collegiate football season here along the front range. The Rockies last night lost to the Dodgers. A lot of teams have lost to the Dodgers. They've won 110 games, but... Not because they walked six batters in one inning. Look, I'm a baseball fan, and I'm a Rockies fan, and God bless them. I'm glad they're here. And you'll never hear me complain about ownership. You'll never hear me complain about the stadium, the prices of the beer. But for crying out loud, to hear their general manager say, we really like our guys. We really like, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I say to myself, what the hell? What is he watching? They've lost seven in a row, 11 of 12. They have played 42 players this year, less than any team in Major League Baseball. And they are going to wind up the season. They've got four games to go today, tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And, you know, i got to tell you something, folks. I'm frustrated because I don't see them winning any of them. And then you wind up 65. They are 65 and 93 right now. If they lose all four, they'll be 65 and 97. Maybe they'll pull one out. 66 wins in a 162-game season. I just I, I I feel for you. I feel you season seed holders, you sponsors, you people that go out with some groups and regularity. 
God, I feel for you. I mean, they are just six walks. One pitcher came in, and they had a four-to-one lead, they being the Rockies. He walked three consecutive batters on 15 pitches. Let me do the math for you. That means he threw three strikes out of 15 pitches. Four ball walk, four ball walk, four ball walk. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. This is bad news bears. 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. Yesterday, I spoke with Bill Carl on both shows, C-A-R-L-E, the Carl family, four or five generations ago. They handled the concessions up on Pikes Peak. They created the donuts. You went there in a horse and buggy. Later, you went up there in a car on the Cog Railroad. Maybe you hiked it, and you had a donut and coffee. I've done the hike. I've done the Cog. I've done the drive. I've had my donut. Not much of a coffee guy, but you got to keep the tradition alive. They also have operated and continue to operate the gift store entryway to the Rocky Mountain National Park in Estes Park. They operate the Buffalo Bills Grave and Lookout Mountain Trading Post on Lookout Mountain overlooking Coors Fee, uh, overlooking the Coors Brewing Company. And for the last 57 years, they have operated the Echo Lake Lodge, which is at the top of Squaw Pass, whether you go in through Bergen Park near the Evergreen side, or you go in through Idaho Springs. When you get to the top of Squaw Pass, there is a beautiful lodge, old log cabin lodge. And, um, you know, it could probably use a little bit of repair, but they haven't been getting any cooperation from the city and county of Denver. City and county of Denver told them they are done. Their lease technically runs through the 30th of December. For those of you that have had the pleasure of driving some of our mountain passes as the snow begins to fly, they're planning on having a big going away celebration today. And I would like to encourage some of you that don't want to watch the Bronco game. Maybe you listen on the radio. Maybe you drive up there and uh, say hello to Bill Carl. And Denise his manager up there has lived. She lives there, been there for years, and uh, you know it might be nice to take a drive up there. They're selling all of the magnets and coffee cups, T-shirts. I got a T-shirt. If you follow me on Facebook, maybe you saw a picture of me with my Echo Lake Lodge, 1926. Yeah, that's when it started. They've operated it since 1965. But at any rate. Um, Maybe get yourself a T-shirt from 6 to 8 tonight. They are having a farewell party. And you're invited. If you'd like to go up, ask for Bill Carl and tell him you heard about it on the restaurant show. I went up there this week. It was a beautiful drive. Um, If you decide uh, to go up there this week, they will be there through next Sunday. They anticipate there's a little bit of snow in the forecast. So... uh, But uh, I think it would be nice to go up and just thank them for all of these years of service. Maybe listen to the story of how they're being run out of there by the Parks and Rec Department. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. 303-696-1971. 
24 minutes after 11 o'clock, I want to remind you, if you decide to make that drive up to Echo Lake, and even if you decide not to go that far, about eight miles up from Orison, uh, Morrison is the Black Hat Cattle Company. I mentioned it yesterday. I had an exceptional, I mean exceptional, steak. I had the baseball cut top sirloin. And I had a couple of people tell me they didn't know what that was. They had never heard the term. You can Google baseball cut top sirloin, and it will explain what cut of the sirloin it is and why it is so sensational. And Dave Rodriguez has been serving one at the Black Hat Cattle Company, well, ever since he opened in 2003. He probably served it before that at his other place for 25 years, but it was like just an an old-time steakhouse experience. Dave actually had the sirloin in the kitchen. And when I was sitting with him, I said, I'd love to have a baseball cut, Dave. And he said, I'll go take care of it. He fired up the bandsaw, and he cut it. Elizabeth prepared it, and it was beyond great. So maybe that's an option for you. Don't forget to close Monday, Tuesday, but they serve dinner only Wednesday through Sunday. It was great to see Dave up at the Black Hat Cattle Company. I'm looking forward to this week. I'm thinking of driving up to Lookout Mountain tomorrow because Bill Carl and I are possibly working out a uh, promotion sometime in October uh, at the Lookout Mountain Buffalo Bill's grave. Yes, Buffalo Bill is buried there. He told me an interesting story. You know, there's been a lot of reports that Buffalo Bill is here, Buffalo Bill is there, Columbus, where are his bones buried? Well, apparently, when you think about it, he was telling me the story that with Buffalo Bill, he was so famous that I'm trying to be tactful here. I'm trying to remember that this is a family show but it probably wasn't difficult for Bill to have sexual relations with many women, okay? But since you didn't know what Buffalo Bill looked like, because we didn't have photography back in those days, or we didn't have a lot of pictures, maybe we had some drawings, <laughs> apparently a lot of guys... Hey, I've been a guy all my life. You know why guys can't get mad cow disease? Because men are pigs. All right, because, you know, so, you know, you, I think it's safe to say that some guys, less scrupulous than I, less scrupulous than those listening, might fudge a little bit and say that they're Buffalo Bill. And the next thing you know, you know, they're having a party. And a lot of people think that they've spent time with Buffalo Bill. So when he dies in a lot of different remote areas, a lot of people think that that's Buffalo Bill. Kind of an interesting story. But I'm thinking about going up there maybe tomorrow, taking a little drive, taking Bailey the Mexican street dog, and going on a hike. I need a restaurant in Golden. You know, I've been to a lot of restaurants in Golden. I've got a dear friend that lives out there. I might give him a call. But if you've got a suggestion, you can give me a call if you want, 303-696-1971. You can go on the air. You can just give it to Lewis. Lewis is producing the show today. Or you can send me an email, mike at mikeboyle.com. Tuesday, I am going to have lunch 
at India's Restaurant, 8921 East Hamden, right across from the Kennedy Golf Course. Chris Kapoor does an exceptional job. And, you know, there's a lot of restaurants. I just got done telling you about an exceptional steak. Chris Kapoor puts out exceptional Indian cuisine. And I know that a lot of us are just trying to get fed. We're just trying to eat. We're just trying to go on with our day, go through our lives. But every once in a while, it's fun to just have something that is really exceptional. So I'm going to go to the buffet, as I do about once a month, every six weeks or so, India's restaurant, and enjoy that. All right. Outsmarting third-party delivery. How restaurants are wanting to navigate around the third-party delivery framework. Louis, I don't need you talking on the – let's get ourselves organized there, please. Restaurant operators have a lot of emotions about third-party delivery. Love them, hate them, or tolerate them. There's no way an operator has neutral feelings about delivery services. Today, they're the cost of doing business. Soon, however, that may not be the case. New delivery options are popping up from restaurants across the country. I got a call this week from a guy in Colorado Springs that is part of a new delivery service that only charges two bucks, only charges the restaurant a couple bucks. He thinks it's the wave of the future. It just might be. It's always a chicken or an egg thing. How do you get the customers to know about this inexpensive delivery service? And how do you get restaurants to sign up if they don't think they're going to have any demand for their delivery service? Anyway, this article goes on. Soon, however, this may not be the case. New delivery solutions are popping up from restaurants across the country while new companies are trying to outsmart the third-party delivery giants, and the stakes couldn't be higher. About 1 in 10 consumers get food delivered via third-party delivery apps, 1 in 10. But about 1 in 10 also get the food delivered via restaurant apps or the restaurant itself, according to Data Essentials report. All right, about 59% of consumers were driving less because of surging gas prices. Keep voting blue, folks. Keep voting for those Democrats. Uh, About 59% of consumers were driving less because of surging gas prices, thereby creating more opportunity for delivery. However, 42% of consumers from May of 2021 to March of 2022 said they wound up not ordering food because they didn't want to pay the fees, followed by it would take too long to get the food. All right, let me tell you this. Let me give you the numbers. While placing an order for delivery, over 80% of people think the quality will deteriorate after 30 minutes. When you call a pizza place for delivery, It doesn't matter if it's sunny or snowing, daytime, nighttime, smaller towns like Castle Rock or downtown Denver. It doesn't matter. What do they tell you? We'll have it there in 45 minutes. Well, if the majority of people think that it deteriorates after 30, maybe you're going to be better off going and pick it up yourself. 
think that the quality will deteriorate after 15 minutes. That's why we have talked here on the air about making sure that if you're going to order food for delivery or food for takeout, look, and I'm not trying to lecture, I'm not trying to preach. It's your food. You do whatever you want. If you want to put ketchup on a steak, that's your business. But if you think about how you order, in other words, if you're going to order a steak and you like your steak medium rare, you probably should not order it medium rare because when it comes, it's going to have to have some additional heating. So if you order it rare or rare to medium rare, you can then tweak it to the point it comes out medium rare the way you want it. If you're going to order Mexican food, you like a big, sloppy, giant, smothered burrito. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If you order a big, sloppy, smothered burrito, and it takes 45 minutes to get it to you, it's going to look like somebody sat in it by the time it gets to you. Probably not a visual you need, but you get my point. So ask them to separate it. Put the green chili over here, put the sour cream over here, so that, you know what, I'm not much into assembling meals, but that way you can assemble it when it gets here. There are even experiments now with a company called Flytrex that is a drone delivery system that delivers food to customers in under five minutes. <laughs> Having your food delivered by a drone. It's going through tests in select Texas and North Carolina markets. Drone delivery is helping chains that want to cut down chains. that want to cut down on 30-minute delivery times, especially in the suburbs where most restaurants saw huge demand rise during the pandemic. All right, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. To recap, I told the gentleman that called me from Colorado Springs, listens to the show with some frequency, I, I'm just not there yet, and it's not my job. I get calls all the time. Will you represent my company to restaurant? No, you represent your product, your service to restaurants. I'll represent the restaurant show. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. We'll be right back on the restaurant show. Yeah. We got All right, 11.39 is the time I understand. Jerry wants to give me a hand. Jerry, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Uh, um, yeah, Golden, we were just out there Friday afternoon, and uh, we ate at uh, what's called the Trailhead. It's kind of a burger's salad um it's good it's good and they have uh, good beer and uh excellent uh, if you're looking for burgers and then right up the block from there is the capitol grill you know which is more upscale 
Uh, you know, it's a smokehouse. It's uh, more of scale. So those two are recommendations. And then there are two others here that I love that I can't remember the name. There's a small um, Asian place. They do like uh, kind of like fall and stuff like that, but it's real gourmetish and it's reasonably priced, mid-priced. That's great. And I can't think of the name of that. Th- this all this stuff out in Golden now is it's really the restaurant scene is really developed out there. And there's um, within a couple of blocks there's like you know multiple multiple options and then there's this food court deals called some kind of a hall do you remember the name of that honey i assume you're talking to your wife and not calling me honey right (laughs) (laughs) did you get all that mike I didn't get all that. And if you turn your radio down, what, what, are you talking about the Thai gold restaurant for the Thai food? Okay, let me see if I can get you. Maybe we got a better connection now. Okay, yeah. Get, yeah. When, you, when you're yeah. trying to listen okay, to the radio, I'm trying to talk. And so, so do you no, have – No, it's not. Was, it's not Thai gold? No, it, um, it's, it's, Sherpa, it's really The Sherpa good. house. No, no, it's downtown. It's small. It's really, they've got, they don't have that many tables in there. It's newer, and it's really, really good um, Asian. Is it the kind of Asian fusion. Asian fusion. I could be, but it's downtown. Um, right. You know, and And, and, and I, I've been to the Capitol Grill, and I like the Capitol Grill, but... You know what? If I'm going to drive out there, Jerry, I want to try. I want to try something new. Is the Trailhead uh, Tap House and Kitchen? Uh, is, yes. Is 12th Street? Is that downtown? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Everything okay. I've mentioned, all four places I mentioned, are right within you know a couple of blocks, uh, walking distance. Find a place to park, and you know you just walk around downtown there, and you've got like probably seven or eight or nine or ten uh, restaurant options within a few blocks now these days. Have you ever been to the D Deli? You know, um, uh, family members, nieces and nephews, the D Deli was their go-to. They rave about it. Yeah. I have not. God, it's a great deli. And you know what? It's really funny um, because it's right there on, what's the main drag? Washington Street? What's the main drag? It's Washington Street, yeah. The main drag okay. is Washington Street. Yep. It's it's right there, and next door or one door away is Jimmy John's. Look, we've all right. had Jimmy John's, and Jimmy John's does a nice job. Sometimes when you're in the mood, sometimes when that's all that's there. But at about 1130 every day, the D-Deli – by 11.30, quarter to 12, will be packed. We'll have a line out the door and down Washington Street, and Jimmy John's will have a customer or two. I mean, D. Deli is an institution out there in Golden, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And uh, Golden, uh, my wife grew up in Golden, and she's sitting in the car with me, and, and that was really dead. Downtown was really dead when she was growing up back in the – you know, the 70s, late 60s, early 70s, but it's so, so hopping right now. And then, you know, you really got to get up. If you're going to Golden, you got to get out to that, what's that feed store? The old, the old feed store is now turned into a, uh, uh, it's a, it's a beer place. It's a beer joint. It's called, um, it's out near the Coors Brewery and it's an old feed when you're on your way out of town on Washington street. It's, okay. it's great. Um, I, 
I can't think of the name of that, but it's it's a great venue to go to. It's only been open a couple of years. It's one of those deals where they give you a card, and so any food you get and any beer you get, they have beer by the ounce. They have like 25 taps. You just <laughs> yes, when you check room. out, then they, yeah, it's in it. Um, it's it was it's the, I think it's called the Golden uh, Feed Store, the Golden, because that's what it was. It was a feed store, and now it's a it's a beer joint with uh, different food options and everything. So there, there's tons of stuff on Golden out there. It's just really the landscape is changing. It's a great place to drive out and check it out. Well, and that's what I thought. You know, because if I'm no different than anybody else, Jerry, if I'm not careful, I get in a rut. And just like, you know, the other day when I was going up to see Bill Carl up at the Echo Lake Lodge, you know, when we yeah. were talking, oh, it's a great idea. Oh, I can't wait to get up there. Oh, Bailey's first 14er was Mount Evans, blah, 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 blah. And I woke up on Wednesday morning, and I thought, oh, crap, I don't want to drive all the way to Idaho Springs. And You know what I mean? So you have to be careful that you don't get you, you don't get caught in a rut and you don't talk yourself out of stuff. And I love Golden. I love the old Tours of the Coors Brewing Company. My buddy Steve Saunders, 35 years with Coors. We meet up for lunches periodically, not necessarily in Golden. But I love wandering around. But I haven't been to the Miner's Saloon in a while, in the old Miner's Alley. I haven't uh, been to the old, um, what's the name of the hotel right down there in the river, the Golden. And, God, it's yeah. just absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And that's why I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I had so much fun. I'm going to drive up to Lookout Mountain. I'm going to get a little bit of a view up there. Going to maybe do a little bit of a hike, wander around. And then I'm going to go down into Golden for lunch and maybe meet my buddy. But I just thought, and I'm sure he's got some suggestions, but I thought that these would be fun. He will not go to the brewery. I can assure you, the tap room, I can assure you of that. 35 years with Coors, he is a loyal, loyal guy. And uh, now... I know tap rooms that have Coors on tap, which I think is a good move, Jerry, because we're in Colorado. And if you want to have Colorado beers, you can have Colorado craft beers, but why not have the largest, you know what the largest craft beer in the country is? Blue Moon. And I don't know how they distinguish that by number of barrels and stuff like that. I think you ought to have Blue Moon. I think you ought to have Coors Banquet, but one man's opinion. You know what? The trailhead kind of looks like my type of place, um, even though that is a tap room. It's good. I probably won't have a beer. It's good. But I think, that, I think that that might be a pretty good suggestion for me. Thanks, Jerry. We appreciate yeah. the call. Right. Hey, and I loved your show yesterday afternoon. And I loved your show yesterday afternoon. Fantastic. Well, bless your heart. Thank you so much. I appreciate you listening, and thank the wife as well. All right? Okay. Bye-bye. All right. I'm sitting here looking at, uh, boy, there's a lot of places. Cast Iron Tavern on Ruby Drive. Um, Bar and Grill serving refined comfort fare. <coughs> the Bridgewater Grill. <coughs> Pardon me. New American Dining. With mountain views. The Old Capitol Grill. Classic bar grub in a historic building. I was there. Uh, last time I was in the Capitol Grill. Do you recall a beer that Coors was releasing called Batch, B-A-T-C-H, Batch 19? 
And apparently, in the deep recesses of the brewery, some people were nosing around and they found a box and in there was a recipe for a beer called Batch 19. And I don't remember the significance of the name. I don't remember if the name was attached to it or if it was a formula and they attached the name. But anyway, they rolled it out. You can still get it. And the rollout was going to be at the Capitol Grill. So um, Pete and I, Pete Coors, and uh, this guy from the Coors Brewing Company, Steve Saunders, a bunch of the old regulars, we met there. Had a couple of batch 19s and uh, checked out the old Capitol Grill, had some food. 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. Some pizza places around the country have decided to advance their industry by using robots. And, um, you know... I think that having the robot make your pizza, that's no different than robotics making your car to me. But I think that when it comes to answering the phone and delivering the food and being available for pickup, we still want to have some personality as part of the transaction. Do you agree? 303-696-1971. Have you checked out my new blog Yes, indeedy. I wrote a new blog this week because two weeks ago, I was in Mexico today. Uh, We were making our way back through the Guadalupe Valley, the Valle de Guadalupe, um, through Tijuana into San Diego to stay at the Konakai Resort down on Shelter Island. But uh, anyway, I thought that... um, You might enjoy reading about it. I don't know that you have any interest in going to the Guadalupe Valley. The wines that they are producing are very good. And, matter of fact, they're surprisingly good. And they're producing reds and whites, (coughs) Chenin Blancs, (coughs) Sauvignon Blancs, uh, Chardonnays, and the reds are producing a number of different wines. I had no idea. First of all, I had no idea that Mexico had a wine region. Second of all, I had no idea that you could go there, that you could take tours, that it was available. But my daughter found it. My daughter, as you know, spends a lot of time in Mexico, lived there for years, Um, owns a company called Gusto Mexico, and she told me about it. She took a little group. I went with her. It's on a blog at MikeFoyle.com. All right, no, it's not. 11.53 is the restaurant time here, um, is the time on the restaurant show. Hello. Every Saturday, 10 to 1, next Saturday in Colorado Springs, I'm going to be at the Zapata Mexican Taco Shop at Dublin and Mark Scheffel. We're doing a boiled meal deal. It's on my website at mikeboil.com. That'll be next Saturday, October 8th. Um, We also do a show Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 on KNUS in Denver. Sunday, we do a simulcast all up and down the front range. Uh, Got a call off the air. Somebody seemed to think that the information that we are giving out about the Echo Lake Lodge is old news. 
No, it's about as current as it can possibly be here at 11.54 on Sunday, October 2nd. I was up there this week. If you go to my Facebook page, you will see a sign that says that the Echo Lake Lodge will be closing. Let me read you what the sign says sitting out there in front. And uh, changes coming to Echo Lake Lodge in 2023. Denver Parks and Recreation will begin assessment of the lodge and planning for the next phase of Echo Lake Park. Limited services will be available at the lodge in the summer of 2023. Limited services at the lodge in summer of 2023. There is a notice here that you can call Shannon dot or email or Shannon dot Dennison at denvergov.org and express your thoughts on the closure of the Echo Lake Lodge. The Carl family has a lease through the end of December. Um, if you would like to call and verify their hours, their number is 303-567-2138. That is 303 303- Five six seven two one three eight. That is the Echo Lake Lodge. They are open today, tonight from about six to eight. They're going to have kind of a little closing party celebration. You're welcome to go up and tell them you heard about it from Mike Boyle on the restaurant show. Then they plan on being open as weather permits, probably through next Sunday. Whether or not they continue after that, even though they have a lease through the end of December, that will be TBD, to be determined. Um, a lot of the merchandise, they bought a tremendous amount of merchandise. The store is fully stocked. I got a nice T-shirt. I got a bunch of hats um, that I'm going to be giving away here in a future show. But I'd suggest you go up there and get some because it's going to be kind of it's part of history and after being there for 57 years the Carl family going away uh, there's going to be there's going to be some changes in latitude changes in attitude as they say in the Jimmy Buffett song so that's as current as I can give you 3035672138 I think that probably some of the merchandise will be moved down to um, Lookout Mountain. They still operate that store at the Buffalo Bill Grave. I don't want to be premature and say that, but um, Bill and I are talking about, that's why I got a T-shirt when I was up there, because I just wanted to have a little bit of memorabilia from up there. So, nope, the Carl family is going away, I suppose, that that could change, but uh, Bill has pretty much accepted the inevitable, uh, the fact that, hey, you know what? You know what? The, the, The government owns it. The city and county of Denver, the Mountain Parks Division, they own that. And so consequently, they are the landlords, and they can decide who they want the tenant to be. Do I like it? No. Do I know all the particulars? Probably not, but it just seems to me that this is not the way it should be handled. And it's happened at the Camp Hosa Campground with Dave Christie. It happened at the Keys on the Green restaurant with Dave Rodriguez. 
They were invited to leave. They left, went on to other things. The Carl family will continue to operate the store at the Rocky Mountain National Park. They'll be just fine. They'll continue to operate on Lookout Mountain. And they've got a couple of other properties as well. But, you know, I just, I, I just, we, we have to be very careful about not letting our history and the people that were involved in it and the people that made it slip away. That's just one man's opinion. All right, be sure and check out my website at mikeboyle.com. That's M I K E B O Y L E dot com. Check out my daughter's website at Gusto Mexico. Dot com. If you think you'd like to go with us October, no, it's not January 10th to the 17th to Cancun, we've got 48 people signed up. I suppose we could still get you in. Warren Erbson, the travel agent, has been out of town this week, but he always answers his cell phone. That number is on my website. So the out song is Zach Brown's Toes. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. He says, adios and vaya con Dios, goodbye, and go with God. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. I'm Mike Boyle. Go Broncos. And this is the Restaurant Show. 